gum gum was once just a dream. He says he loves you. He says it with meat. He comes to buy a meat wreath. And he makes a cider out of beef. He's thinking about his meat cape. He says he's waiting for that garbage ape. The meat fairy's coming along. So Heathcliff, won't you play your meat song? Whoa. Hello and welcome to the Meatcast. I'm Nick and I'm joined as I am each and every week by Kyle. Kyle, uh, what's up? How's how's your week been? Week's been pretty good, Nick. Week's been pretty good. I'm a little bit distracted right now. My cat is right. He's rubbing his face up against the microphone stand right now. And so I'm trying to keep my hand down there to give him an alternative uh, uh, place to rub his face on. So uh, forgive me if I seem a little bit distracted. Okay. I'm a single parent at home, you know, doing the best I can. Yeah, I was wondering what your hand was doing down there. Only one hand visible. <laughs> Always Nick, struggling with you. Kyle. Come on. What are you implying, Nick? Well, I'm just saying. No. If I can only see one of your hands, I, I have a feeling where the other one is. You you you're bad. You're a bad boy. You're a bad guy. You're a nasty man. I'm nasty. You're the one who's jerking it in the, during the podcast. <laughs> I am not. It's my cat. Oh man. Well, we we have fun on the podcast. Well, we also we also like to read reviews. If, if you give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts, we read it on the show. And this one came from Scaramy Morin. Oh, that that must be Jeremy Moore, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Shout out. Who, an improviser in Austin. Uh, and he says, uh, the noblest usage of the podcast medium. Yes, you read that right. The wizards behind Meatcast are doing no less than God's work. This audio needs to be enshrined in the Library of Congress because it is creating a truly in-depth dissertation on one of the most underappreciated sequential art machines in American history. I listen to this podcast and I weep. I weep. Wow, very verbose <laughs> review from Scare Me More. Yeah, Thank wow. You, scare me. Thank you, Jeremy. That's very kind. And I agree with every word of it. <laughs> um, but something else you also probably agree with every word of is that we have a great guest this week. We do. We sure uh, do. He's a he's an actor and comedian from New York City. New York okay. City. Uh, there we go. <laughs> You got a rope, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's a stand-up comedian, actor, improviser, uh, podcaster. Um, I know him from uh, the Star Wars sketch show that he and I did last year. Um, and uh, yeah, John Sartori. John, thanks for joining us. Oh my god, thank you for having me. Is that your main credit? The the Star, the Star Wars, Wars sketch show you and I did. I mean, that's what I tell people. You know. If anybody asks what I'm working on, <laughs> Star Work, the Star Wars Employment Day special. Very funny. It was great. It was very great. I, it was a Thank fun you. show. We, we opened for Mo Collins. Yeah, yeah, which is a fact that Nick continues to bring up bewildered to me multiple <laughs> times. has been like, we're opening for Mo Collins. It's like, I don't know what you want, man. Do you do you want a good slot or not? <laughs> you know? It was crazy that we... I, it's so fun in situations like that because 
it like was so it was very surreal the whole time to me to be like opening for somebody that I used to watch on TV a lot. Yeah. And to just like totally no sell that, you know, <laughs> and just be like, yeah, this is normal. It's all normal to me. This is a very normal situation. <laughs> yeah. I'm just talking about Collins. This is all no, totally normal, average, fine. Everything's great. Um, but yeah, that was a great show. I mean, that was a show that we talked about doing for years. For years. Literally took, yeah. it, it's funny. We never, really got off the ground with it when we both lived in New York and it wasn't until we lived in completely different states <laughs> um, that we finally put it together. And barely, we pretty, it was mostly just stuff we'd already written, right? Yeah, I think we wrote, we wrote like some of it. I mean, we had like at least there were a couple of a new things. sketch each that we had done and then we wrote Jerry Skyfeld was like a pitch that you had and we wrote it new and then jerry seinfeld except for star wars yeah star wars yes what were some of his jokes do you remember uh um the what's a tie fighter you know you can tell the empire was gonna lose yeah (laughs) called it a win yeah they should have called the hope they (laughs) that's you're hoping for is a draw oh yeah that's called a win fighter Yeah, Java giving you leftovers. Like I don't know, I don't know about the sodium content in slugs, but it's got to be high. That's right. Uh, we also did um, uh, the uh, the carrot top droid, right? What was that? See, carrot top three. Carrot, carrot top three. Yeah, that was that was the end of the, it. Was Jerry Skyfield? It was actually it was three comedians in that sketch. It was Jeff Starworthy, I believe, which was right. Did like a quick. It, you might be a redneck joke, and then it was. You might be a Jedi. You well, might be, oh remember? yeah! If you think a lightsaber is a more elegant weapon <laughs> for a more civilized age, you might be a Jedi. And then, so pretty wow. much just saying lines from Star yeah. Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, not just saying. Cadence. Oh well, yes. Then. <laughs> that was a hundred percent what that was. To be fair. We added the Jeff Starworthy thing like after I'd landed in Austin. Like we wrote the <laughs> everything was written, and then I think we were reading the sketch together, and like we should have the host character be another comedian. And then we added Carrot Top Three out at the end as like the button for the sketch Who, where he uh, came out. His was, thing was he had a uh, a, a giant cardboard cut out of like a, a red eye, mm-hmm. like a red eye, and it was uh, something like that's like Jedi. <laughs> So, like, you're gonna put drops those, those jedi ever put drops in or the turn into the red eye or something? i can't remember what it was yeah it's not video, we turned luckily. it around and it was black on the back and said you could turn the red eye might turn to the dark side anyway we we should be talking about heathcliff <laughs> no no keep it going <laughs> keep recapping this people want, yeah. the people <laughs> it's very tune specific into us for sketch, a sketch show comedy doing. show recaps yeah <laughs> our own sketches too <laughs> even better yeah This week on Heathcliff. We should get into this week on Heathcliff. So, John, we're just going to take a look at this week's Heathcliff comic strips. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about Heathcliff in general. So, yeah. So, we have Heathcliff walking down the sidewalk next to his, his little buddy, Iggy. And Heathcliff's carrying a balloon that says, my dude on it. He looks very happy about it. And the birds are in the trees, and the birds, one of the birds is saying, I need one of those. 
I, I love need it. one of those. <laughs> what a great read on that. Because folks. Like, I, I could not have told you that, that. I mean, I can tell now that it's one of the birds talking, but I didn't know intuitively that that's who the, the quote was was from. Really? Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's I, think it's just, I think it's just because the bird is small and yeah. usually it's like, when you do a caption like this, like a far side or something, like it's going to be very, like the person's going to be there. Like the character that's talking is going to have like a huge open mouth and be a focus. And this bird is tiny and in the background. Yeah. The yeah, birds always kinda... trip me up in terms of figuring out who's saying what also the captions could, could easily be coming from any perspective here, you know, except for Heathcliff, except for yeah, Heathcliff. We know this is the one we can say for certain, never going to be Heathcliff. Now, do you think that Eggie gave Heathcliff this this balloon? It's a good question. Uh, or is, did Heathcliff uh, just blow make dude the is balloon he? himself? Yeah, who's the dude here? Well, he. I feel like Heathcliff's probably the dude, right? But wh- whose dude is he? I guess he's. Or is he? Or is the balloon talking to somebody? Like, is the balloon? Like, if you read, if you read the balloon, you're you're Heathcliff's dude. I mean, my take on it is that it's Heathcliff saying my dude like with the balloon and advertising to everyone that he sees this guy right here, Iggy, this is my dude. Oh, wow. That's not how I interpret it. That's how I read it is that it's sort of his way of, you know, again, it's that it's that it's we go back to this theme, positive masculinity here. Of yeah. the, you know dudes bros you know i think that i think that he balloons, b- balloons. <laughs> hanging out on a branch with your best bird friend uh yeah i think that that's how that's my read on it anyway what was your read on it nick i was thinking that somebody gave heathcliff this balloon uh because that heathcliff was their dude mm. so it's like i was thinking probably iggy gave heathcliff the balloon because he's like you're my dude yeah but but you're you don't think you think it's possible someone extant to this comic <laughs> is is <laughs> responsible for the balloon it's definitely <laughs> possible <laughs> i feel like there's even maybe a third option this here would be a, this would be a fourth option actually oh, a fourth i guess yeah but he's he's just, but hey who's counting i mean <laughs> Uh, it kind of seems like maybe he even just has a balloon with the sentiment, my dude, well, that's just not particular to like a group of dudes or, or a friend or anything. He's just walking around because he's just like, my dude, like that's his attitude. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. And yeah, he's yeah, just yeah, got, like sure. a real chill, my dude attitude. Like the only my thing dude. That makes, oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say like the only thing that makes me feel like maybe it's not that is that those birds are up there. And they're also a pair, and maybe maybe it is about having a friend. But the bird could also just be super chill. It's like, oh man, I want that balloon. That's like sick, dude. Yeah, true. And the the bird is saying, "I need one of those, not I need to get you one of those because <laughs> yeah. you're my dude." Yeah. So I don't true. know. True. <laughs> the bird just wants one for him, themselves. Maybe uh, the bird is hinting at the other bird, like, "Hey, get me one." Birthday's of those, my dude. coming up. Uh... <laughs> bird day. 
<laughs> my birthday's coming up. <laughs> Do you think my dude is maybe like a lifestyle brand in in the world of Heathcliff that it's sort of like uh those like people that do the like live a great story or um you know life's beach or something where you can just like get balloons and t-shirts that say my dude on them. You mean like Big Johnson or No Fear? <laughs> sure, yeah, I mean like Big Johnson or No Fear, Big Dog. Um things of that things John, of that nature. John, did you have any of those kinds of shirts when you were like in uh, I want to say middle school, like a No Fear or or a uh, Big Johnson. <laughs> no, did you have yeah, a Big Johnson they... in middle school? <laughs> I did. I do remember there being like Big Dog shirts that were like, which I think are still a thing, where they're just like a big dog doing usually something kind of human. And I had some like Looney Tunes with attitudes type shirts, mm-hmm. you know, like Taz and a backwards hat. I definitely did you ever had any of those, or were you stuff? Okay. Growing up, we would go to the outlet mall, and there was always a big dog outlet store uh-huh. uh, at uh-huh. the outlet mall that we went to. And I would, I would always want one because they're so funny. But John, you were, did you ever have any of those, or were you, did you stick with? I'm guessing you, you wore a lot of wrestling shirts back then. I had those a couple Looney Tune shirts. I did wear a lot of wrestling shirts, and it's funny because the wrestling shirts I had were not like, you know, the ones that wrestlers wore on TV for the most part. It would be like sort of the the lesser seen ones in like walmart <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah and so it was i mean other than i did have like an nwo wolf like red and black just plain nwo shirt um but otherwise it was like goldberg kind of standing there and posing yeah um, <laughs> yeah like officially licensed but not the ones that they were selling in the arena yeah, like yeah know. I is like uh, when I when I used to live in New York and I would see you frequently, John. I, I feel like ninety mm, percent of the time you were wearing a, a wrestling shirt. Is that still the case? <laughs> I, I pretty much. I mean, most of the shirts I have, I've stopped buying wrestling shirts uh, because it has been brought to my attention. That I am <laughs> an about to be thirty eight year old man and have not and have almost nothing but wrestling graphic tees. Um, so I've been moving away from that a little bit. Uh, haven't really gotten rid of any, but well, you uh, are wearing your intercontinental championship belt right now, actually, though. I can see it. You yeah, got well, it slung over your shoulder while you podcast. I mean, that's just like an official, you know, I mean, that's a, a recognition. <laughs> that's, that's a trophy. Yeah, that, you know? That's jewelry. Yeah. It's not, it's not a, you keep slapping it. You keep, you keep slapping it and pointing it the screen, but I think at me specifically, I don't know. I feel targeted. Anytime you're ready. <laughs> Anytime you're okay, ready. Okay, let's look at Saturday, May 6th, and this is Heathcliff and a bear, both <laughs> wearing like clown hats, I guess, and like clown ruffled neck things, and they're balancing on red and yellow striped balls rolling down the sidewalk. And this is, so this is Heathcliff and a bear, I should say. I, I think I said that, but I just want to make clear there's a big yeah. bear there. <laughs> uh, and they're balancing. They got their arms stretched out. And uh, the Nutmeg family's in the window, and they're watching, and, and uh, Iggy is saying, the circus bear workout is all the rage. I love it. I love it. This is, very, this is a legitimate joke that's very funny. I love the idea of a circus bear workout, you know? If this is true, what else is bear, true? Yeah. There's probably a clown workout, <laughs> um, a ringmaster workout. <laughs> the uh, trapeze, trapeze workout would actually be a really 
could work yeah, out too. Yeah, I guess that, that already is something, right? Yeah, there's like those uh, areas. Lion, lion tamer classes. workout. Yeah. Okay. All pretty, right. That'd be pretty yeah. funny. That's a little uh-huh. little bit of a heighten. <laughs> yeah. That would. Yeah. The lion tamer. Like I, I see the the lion tamer workout is if it were a single panel comic, it would just be a a, a lion like burping. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Heathcliff would Heathcliff would get along with the lion because they're both cats. That's true. Oh, that's that's true. Yeah, yeah. common ancestor. <laughs> um, I uh, I I went to a Renaissance fair a couple weeks ago, and by far the most impressive thing I saw was a man balancing on one of these balls like this, probably like two feet in the air, and you know, like you know, balancing on the ball, you know, spinning it, and he was juggling a a knife, a torch and an onion and as he was juggling them he would take bites out of the onion like a raw wow. onion and then he and then he ended it by chopping the onion in half as it fell down so that was very impressive well how many bites did he take out of it that he still had the ability to chop it in half what was a big white onion probably four or five bites yeah i'm jealous you're, of you're not impressed ability. kyle i mean you know <laughs> i've seen it you know i've seen juggling <laughs> <laughs> but he was ba- they were he was balancing on no, this that is ball impre- to- that is very impressive I'm, that is I'm, impressive I'm, also impressive that he was so hardcore that he was like i'm not doing like an apple or yeah. something good <laughs> i'm gonna just take raw bites out of a raw onion it is very, well, he did a very funny for it to be an onion like it's a you know like it's a shakespeare there was a very funny bit staff. of patter ahead of time where he uh, said he asked, "Should it be an apple or should it be an onion?" And mm. of course, the entire crowd said onion. And he was like, "Oh, why did I ask?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. Um, <laughs> so, do you think funny. this? Oh, go ahead, John. I was going to say this. It, what, a thing that's interesting to me about this is it's the exact same angle and like setup as the last one. There, there, he's walking down the street. With a friend to his right, with observers to their to their left, mm-hmm. um, good call. Sort out. of even maybe slightly elevated, almost, and uh, that's about seventy uh, percent of Heathcliff comics. Yeah, no, I, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just. I guess I'm noticing <laughs> no, it I, now. No, I think that. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I've never, I've never like quite verbalized that or or internalized that thought. But but now that you mentioned it, it is like. It is a pretty common Heathcliff setup as Heathcliff walking down the street doing something weird. Uh, uh, I also like then, that uh, their feet looked like little faces. That's mm. true. Yeah. Very true. Okay, here's a great one. This is from Monday, May 8th. And it's Heathcliff and this like artsy fartsy looking dude standing outside of, a down, of the downtown art gallery. Uh, and the title, the, the the, the sign on the art gallery says Heathcliff's robot nudes. There's a big mob of picketers outside and uh, the art dude is saying the protests are growing. <laughs> this is great. I love that Heathcliff se- is, seems very satisfied that the protests <laughs> are growing. Yeah. Controversy creates cash. He does. loves it. He knows <laughs> he gets it. As Eric Bischoff wants it. Uh, John, um, <laughs> What do you think the because we we've seen Kyle and I are familiar with robot Heathcliff's robot news, but what do you what do you oh, think this? Oh, I'm means? very familiar with Heathcliff's <laughs> robot news. That's why we couldn't see your hand before uh, the <laughs> the Heathcliff's robot news. Now I'm not familiar, but just from this being an art gallery, 
sounds like Heathcliff either paints or otherwise for possibly photographs <laughs> robot nudes. Um, even if it's a photograph, it could even just be a, a taken apart computer tower. Um, <laughs> and he's taking pictures of it and uh people are offended by 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 the nudes maybe they're just seeing the nudes part and they're not really you know but it seems like he's trying to rile people up here uh, yeah yeah, it's, yeah it seems like it's some sort of art that he he flip creates and uh, i think i've seen from the last couple uh comics here that people treat heathcliff sort of as a person it's not like weird. He's not like just a cat, like in the way that like. No. A, yeah. 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 No one seems to be impressed with the fact that this cat <laughs> drew is painting. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Like you guessed, John, he did paint robots okay. without their clothes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I am dying to find out what's on the other side of these signs. The the protest signs <clears throat> are they're the backs of the signs are to us, the viewer, and we can't see what's on the other side you know so how what's the approach here you think from oh, the yeah. protesters you know do, do you think they're like funny signs like about because that's what protest some a lot of protesters do that right they try to make mm-hmm. something funny and engaging yeah i don't know i don't know i mean we're we're in the midst of the writer strike right now a lot of great mm-hmm. funny signs coming out of the wga strike mm-hmm. but something tells me these anti-robot nudes people are not the most creative bunch Maybe yeah. computer chips, not computer dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, maybe it maybe it says um, five eight zero zero five, but then with like a oh, big yeah. line through it. <laughs> <crossed> <laughs> <out. Yeah. laughs> that's very good. <laughs> I don't um, want to see their ones and zeros. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, something paint like your motherboard is watching. I it feels like a it feels like a missed opportunity to to not have at least one of those signs be visible to the to the yeah. reader. And I, I wonder even, if it just was too hard to think of something and they just didn't. I and mean, they were like, ah, screw it. I'll just quick. yeah." You might have seen it as a missed opportunity, and maybe uh, the cartoonist saw it as. Uh, wasted effort to 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 have to come up with a second or third joke for yeah for the single panel comic strip yeah and it's pure laziness because just as we just demonstrated it's really easy to come up with uh incredibly <laughs> strong uh jokes yeah. three home runs we did that in just like a minute you know yeah home runs <laughs> yeah turkey and we had three of them so it was a grand slam i guess that's four (laughs) actually runs scored on a grand slam but i guess john had he kind of had four or that's true yeah the ed he had multiple okay so here we have he this is may may 9th heathcliff is wearing like (laughs) a wizard hat with like stars and you know like a typical merlin hat (laughs) typical merlin hat (laughs) it's very fantasia (laughs) <laughs> He's sitting behind a a little table that says wizardry on it in the front yard of the house. And Grandma, Grandpa Nutmeg is coming home. He's just arriving home. He's got a very old-fashioned lunch pail and a newspaper <laughs> tucked underneath his arm. <laughs> so Grandpa Nutmeg... Yeah, he's also wearing a silly hat. So Grandpa Nutmeg exists in 1940 and, and 20, 23 simultaneously, I think. 
yeah. but but you might as well be eat... carrying literally a pail with yeah. lunch in it. He's he's turning to Heathcliff and and he's asking Heathcliff, "How's business?" So Heathcliff's got like a wizardry business operating out of the Nutmeg family front yard. Does not seem to be booming. <laughs> Nobody in line at the wizardry booth. <laughs> what kind of services do you think Heathcliff is offering at his wizardry booth? Hmm. Well, wait, I, I guess turning people into well, turning people into frogs. That seems to that's something that comes up in Heathcliff. He has experience with turning people into and out of frogs. We've seen him make uh, like hot dogs float. I think. Oh, wow. So he can make some kind of levitation service for people. Maybe he's going to make a robot's clothes disappear. Oh, Ooh. it's some Kyle, erotic wizardry. Hands, <laughs> Guys, hey, I'm right, I'm right here not doing nothing. But hey, keep up that kind of talk. I can't promise anything. Yeah, what if he's doing like, it's like a float spa, but he levitates you. You know, you can pay X amount of dollars and just, you know kind of feel weightless. God, that'd be great, actually. That'd just be for awesome. Yeah. A few minutes, just feel weightless. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah it, it's, it's funny, because you guys bring up a lot of points about, like, Heathcliff, things that Heathcliff does regularly. And I feel like... Now, I feel like I have experience with Heathcliff, but that's because I used to watch the Heathcliff cartoon. Right, right, right. Uh, when Different we were universe. Kids. Yeah, and I can, tell, I can tell that now. That is totally... Because in that, Heathcliff was like a tough guy. He was like kind of always ready to fight, sort mm-hmm. of. Um, and he was like always getting into scrapes and stuff. Uh, and he did like to eat a lot. Um, yeah, a lot of fish. Kind of like a, like a tough Garfield type of situation. A little more and punk rock Garfield. We've, we've yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to say Garfield in this podcast, yeah, but uh, <laughs> well, just to, you know, don't get me started. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm noticing it's 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 different here. Yeah, it's a different canon for sure. Uh, what are your what were your th- so you were a regular viewer of the Heathcliff cartoon? Oh yeah, I watched it uh, all the time, and it was there were were there like two Heathcliffs on that show? There was like the regular Heathcliff. <laughs> The orange one. But then there was like the junkyard gang. And I kind of didn't really realize it until later that I think they were both named Heathcliff. No, and they were like the leader that they weren't both named Heathcliff. No, no. Okay. They the were other separate. one was they, Riff, the one Riff with Raff. The hat. Yeah, Riff Raff. That's Riff, right. Raff. Okay. It was Riff Raff. You're right. But they were both like, uh, it was, yeah, it was the same thing as like Garfield and Friends where you had Garfield and then you had US Acres. It was like, you get the cartoon you want, and you get it in another cartoon. You're not so. <laughs> yeah, you get the star, and then you get the faction. Look, um, I will say, I really liked U.S. Acres. That uh, I did too. the little shell guy was it Sheldon? Okay. That seems maybe too obvious, but that probably is I what it was. was. Yeah, uh, I love that. I thought that was the funniest thing in the world when I was a kid. Um, I was too afraid to leave a shell. I did like Riff Raff a lot, actually. I liked, I love the the Cadillac cats as they called them. But okay, oh, so yeah, we, yes, yes, yes. We have, here we have May tenth. We have. Heathcliff and Mr. Peanut walking down the sidewalk. Uh, he, so Heathcliff's dressed like Mr. Peanut. He's got the top hat, the monocle, and the cane. And Grandpa Nutmeg's just kind of casually leaning outside of his window talking to his neighbor. Um, and uh, he's saying, he's been too highfalutin lately. John, what do you think of this? Very bold move to use a 
just a totally <laughs> copyrighted corporate mascot. I mean, I guess it's a parody, so it's fine, but it, it's, it just is Mr. Peanut. I mean, there's no, um, no doubt about that. I love that we've switched the, uh, the angle here. So now we're seeing it from the left or from the, his right. Um, <laughs> That's right. He's walking the other way down the he's sidewalk. Coming, he's, yeah, he's coming in from the left. He's walking to the right. Um, and so he, side he, of he, he, he always walks with his friends to his right. I know. He's oh. got a little bit. He's a little OCD about it. Yeah. Is this uh, fun though? Is this, uh, I mean, it's very silly. It's there's no real like kind of rhyme or reason to this. It's just no. There's no reason limited. why the Mr. Peanut would be real and yeah. walking around with Heathcliff in this world. It's gotten progressively weirder as we've gone, actually, because it's like, okay, this kid, you know, it's like kind of a Calvin and Hobbes kid with his cat, and then there's birds kind of talking, but the birds don't talk to them. They could just be talking to each other so they understand each other. And then it's like, okay, now he's now he's a bear. It still is possible, but unlikely. And then now, then he was at an art gallery where he had a featured art, <laughs> the featured art setup, and now he's walking with a sentient corporate mascot. <laughs> Who is not even something that would be <laughs> sort of alive anyway. <laughs> um, it is good news for Heathcliff's love of the Utz girl, the Utz potato chip girl, mm-hmm. uh, because if Mr. Peanut is corporeal, then that means that Heathcliff has a real shot with uh, the Utz wow. girl. So then we have May 11th today, Thursday, and this is Heathcliff. Are wearing a Viking helmet and carrying like a Viking spear and a Viking shield. He's laying down on his therapist on the couch in his therapist's office, and his therapist is saying, "Let's talk about pillaging." <laughs> this is legitimately tickling me. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> this good. Is, this really got me. This is the the visual of Heathcliff. Very stiff on the therapist's couch <laughs> with the spear is great. <laughs> I don't want to know what they were talking about before they got the therapy. Come on. Oh. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um, it does bring the mind some uncomfortable subjects. Absolutely. It, it is also therapist is to his right. Art gallery owner was to his right. Wow. Yeah. You're really, always, you, you've really got this figured out here. I haven't even seen like him at an angle with anybody. He's just like, here. he's always like parallel to them or whatever, even with them. And Very yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to find out what's going on here. Okay. Well, that was this week in Heathcliff. I want to move on while we still have some time here and do a little garbage deep death. Garbage deep death. Uh, so last week, uh, we we didn't talk about it, but last week our our, our episode came out on May fourth, May the fourth, which mm. is Star Wars Day, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. some people in the Discord, the Heathcliff Discord server, Vnode and uh, and Forrest Lastman, they started posting some of the classic Heathcliff Star Wars mashup comics. Mm. Uh, so I thought we'd take a look at some of these with with John, who's my Star Wars friend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so let's take a look at. May fourth, twenty eighteen. This is I think Peter Gallagher himself tweeted out this one. 
uh, on May 4th. And this is a, from May 4th, 2018. So this is Heathcliff and Chewbacca walking down the sidewalk, of course, as they, as, as they do. And mm-hmm. one of the birds is saying, uh, I think they're discussing flea shampoo. And John, you don't even have to say it. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca's on Heathcliff's right here. <laughs> back dating back to 2018 how how far does this go it's deep (laughs) pretty pretty good chewbacca it's a funny looking chewbacca i think he but he captures the 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 spirit in the face yeah he's got a little bit his hands and feet and leg arms and legs and hands and feet are a little grinchy they've got that kind of like (laughs) they are kind of grinchy You do, I mean, if you look at like '70s Star Wars comics, like this is kind of a lot of the times, yeah, at least as good as some of those Chewies. Um, I mean, yeah, it's very. Uh, I mean, it makes sense, right? Yeah, they both have uh, fur. Fur, yeah. All the right, the, have... the parallel of a Wookiee as like a big dog. I feel like it's something we've lost in modern Star Wars. The origins oh. of the Wookiee as like, you know, Han Solo's dog friend. <laughs> don't really hear about it as much anymore anyway uh, all right then we have may 31st 2016 and this is heathcliff wearing a jedi robe making turning a garbage can upside down and making a fish skeleton fly out of it and the garbage men are saying the dark side of the force why is it the dark side of the force i don't know why it's the dark side of the force maybe because they have to pick it up or something i guess so uh, yeah could be it yeah, yeah that makes or sense the- because the fish is dead. But so, <laughs> That's true. We don't know. Maybe right before this panel, the fish was alive and still had his flesh maybe. Uh, on his body. And Heathcliff used the force to rip his skeleton out, out of him like a yeah. Mortal Kombat finisher. Could be. It, it, I, I do want to say, though... <laughs> They are still kind of to his right, but they're not on the same like plane as him. They're yeah. like off at a different angle. So we're growing here. All right. Well, let's look at uh, 2015, December 18th. This is a, s- some birds in a bird, uh, what, bird, ba- bird bath. Bird bath. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the birds is kind of dressed like Obi-Wan Kenobi. And he's talking to Heathcliff and saying, these aren't the birds you're looking for. I was going to ask you if you could do it in Obi Wan voice. That's these aren't the good. birds you're looking for, John. You can probably do it better than me. Uh, these aren't the birds you're looking for. Oh, yeah, that's really yeah. good. I like that a lot. I really like Heathcliff's um, uh, mesmerized eyes here. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have the classic uh, spirals, but they're just like all white and very close together. <laughs> And it, for it, the birds are ti- are really very small, and it's Peter Gallagher does a great job of actually making it clear that this is Obi Wan Kenobi robes for such a small bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean for sure. Yeah, and when you said when you said dressed as Obi Wan Kenobi, initially I was like, well, now wait a minute, Nick. I don't know. It's just kind of generic Jedi robes, but then looking at it, it's got the little white tunic with the belt and everything like yeah that's that's obi-wan <laughs> yeah and i mean i guess he really originated those generic jedi robes because he was the first guy we ever saw with those with those robes that's, that's true right uh, ray was the last jedi and obi-wan was the first jedi that's mm-hmm. right canonically it also better job here of making it clear which bird is talking mm. um the bird's mouth is wide open yeah the other ones are gestures. like 
silent. Yeah, that's true. He's he's drawing it. To, he's also got a costume on. He's the only one. <laughs> yeah. It's different than the other birds. But all, nobody in the Heathcliff's right in that one. I want to say he was just dead on with them. Nothing going on to his right. Okay, so this is the black and white one. This is the Nutmeg family on a road trip, and they're pulled over. Heathcliff has stepped out. He's wearing Obi-Wan robes, or at least Jedi robes. And the a police officer is giving him a ticket, and the grandpa is saying his Jedi powers are ineffective. Heathcliff, I'm not sure what he's trying. He's kind of got his head bent down, and he's kind of pushing forward with his hands. What, is, what do you yeah, think he's trying to do Yeah, I think the idea is that he's trying to Jedi mind trick the guy to not writing a ticket, but you wouldn't be canonically speaking you know the way where you would not this is more of a like he's trying to throw the car at the police officer <laughs> yeah, yeah it's more of yeah. a force push motion yeah. which maybe why it's not working yeah it could be because <laughs> we know Heathcliff does have the force or he, he does, does. Yeah. yeah the force is strong with him mm-hmm. all right so then mm-hmm. we have Heathcliff playing with uh <laughs> the most Eisley cantina band on his fence and uh there's some Mos Eisley Cantina aliens in the crowd. I think Greedo's there. And yeah, there's like Greedo. And a couple others. A bunch of, lots of cats, though. Yeah, it's Greedo. Lots of cats. And uh, a couple is others. It? And yeah, yeah. The wide majority of the audience is cats. Um, is, that, is that one named Hammerhead? The, the one in the front? No, I think... <laughs> um, I don't know this guy's name. It's the one that's like he's he's in shadow, deep shadow, yeah. and a new, a new hope, and he's got the red eyes, which is how you know Peter Gallagher's a real head. You know, mm-hmm. like that's not something you just throw in there if you're if you're a casual. No, these are even. I mean, you're th- you're throwing figure Indiana and the modal nodes in here. That's the uh, name of the band and band leader. This isn't jizz, right, John? This I think yeah, is jizz. this is jizz. I, I believe jizz? this is jizz. Yeah. Yeah. I thought jizz was what they played in Return of the Jedi. No, but you I think that's right. also jizz. It's, it's also I, yeah, jizz. I, it's all, anything with a horn. <laughs> yeah. In Star Wars is jizz. Yeah. Um, but so grandma grandpa Nutmeg is saying you'll never see a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. So a direct Oh, and this was also a May 4th comic. I'm not sure what year. Maybe 2020. Uh, but anyway, then we have uh one last Star Wars comic strip and this is <laughs> There's a koi pond in the front yard now and uh, the little thing from the little monster from Return of the Jedi is poking its head out. And uh, oh, now, wait a minute, Nick. Uh, I don't know that this is the little monster from Return of the Jedi. What's it from? I think this is meant to be the the creature in the garbage compactor in, in A New Hope. I agree. Oh, right, 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 right. Wow. And extremely you embarrassing. Didn't have a Star Wars like, sketch show. I didn't you even. Almost, yeah, I had nothing to do with writing a Star Wars. Sketch if you show. had said that in front of Mo Collins, <laughs> <laughs> we would have been blacklisted for sure. Deep cut though on this. On this. <laughs> on yeah, this, it is. Yeah, it's great. It's not an immediately recognizable, you know, Star Warsy thing, but it it, it is. What's it? I don't. I'm not familiar with the koi pond though. I don't think. Term, um, koi pond. Oh, uh, koi, you know, koi pond. The term it's it's a it's an yeah. Earth term, not a Star, not a Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the issue. It's probably is that it's not a. I've, I've gotten so much Star Wars knowledge, it's put it's prevented me from learning things about the real world. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the pond with koi fish in it. And the caption is uh, it started as a koi pond, and this came out on May on a May fifth. Yeah, which uh, interesting, interesting timing there. Why not put it out on the fourth? Mm-hmm. It's a leftover. Um, <coughs> ideas. 
<laughs> well, hey, that about wraps it up for this uh, episode of uh, Meatcast. John, is there anything you want to plug or anything like that? Uh, John and Ann's wrestling podcast. We do it uh, mostly every week. Um, and that's, you know, you can find us on YouTube and Spotify and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's mostly uh, it. You know, if you, if you got a stand up show, uh, book me on it. In Brooklyn? Or in New anywhere. York? Anywhere. Anywhere. I'll, I'll go anywhere. Anywhere in the Chicago. continental United okay. States? Anywhere in the continental, even Alaska. Wow. Okay. Not so Hawaii. intercontinental. Intercontinental. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. That's why you're the champ. <laughs> that is, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Same <laughs> continent. Um, technically. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, technically, but then my joke doesn't work. <laughs> I'll go yeah. to, uh, I'll go to uh, Italy. <laughs> oh, so intercontinental. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why you're the champ. That's right. All right, well, until next time, that bothers me. <laughs>